Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Si, senor. You know what it is? Dimly lit room. Deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the Sane. The Sane is our general the, manager. The Joe Sane. One of his theme general managers. The non-mentally ill. The Sane must rise up and, and, and answer the insane who are trying to twist this country out of all recognition. You're in favor of what's good and against what's bad. Precisely. I knew it. <laughs> you have divined my intent, my purpose. Bada. So today is Earth Day. Mother Earth could have been our general manager. The could planet, have been. The planet we live on. Nah, whatever. I don't know. Every day's Earth Day. Have you ever lived on another planet? I've spent every single day of my life on Earth. All right? Pretty sure I have. Um... I don't feel like Earth Day became what uh, everybody was hoping it would be when they made an Earth Day. I, if if I hadn't heard it on the radio this morning, I'm sure I would have gone all day long without knowing it was Earth Day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was a youngster, it seemed to be a, a thing. I don't I don't know. Huh. Too many days now. Too many National Blueberry Day. It's Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Every day's a day. <laughs> Every day doesn't need to be a day. Some days shouldn't be a day at all. So you think National Laboratory Retriever Day takes away from National Earth Day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. I, I did celebrate Earth Day as I do every year by uh, pouring a big bucket of mercury into a stream next to my house. <laughs> Just I'm like those uh, college activists who are so against racism, but they don't see quite enough of it to get enough attention, so they create their own. That's how I am with Earth Day. I think it's so important we protect the environment. I sabotage the environment every year or so, just to remind people how important it is not to. Now, there's an example for you. Anybody who would do that is insane. And they're running our college campuses. Wackadoodles. So I hate to talk about another shooting, but I suppose we don't have much choice. Looking at the cable news channels, both of the ones I have in front of me are running the video of the girl with the knife getting shot. Right. How long was LeBron James's tweet up where he had a picture of the officer? I don't know that. And your next hashtag accountability. Do you know, yeah. Sean, how long it was actually stayed up before he deleted it? No, by the time I... It, would, it had already been taken down by the time I heard of it. It doesn't really make any difference in the modern world. If you're if you're big time and you tweet, if it's up and it gets screen captured, it you might, like I was saying yesterday, you might as well leave them up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm yep. not sure it makes any difference at that point, but... Yeah, we, we we can't have within hours of information coming out, uh, d- d- deciding how cases, complicated cases turn out, and, uh, and expecting the public to, uh, you know, put the justice on whoever deserves it. Well, and at the risk of uh, repeating ourselves for the millionth time, although I think it's so important it bears repeating, uh, watching the national media whip it up as quickly and severely as possible, sometimes inventing 
uh, inaccurate, quote-unquote, facts, uh, inaccuracies, uh, leaving out anything, any information that would tend to lower the temperature of the scene and putting in just little hints that it's yet another police shooting of a black person. Including, you know, the media, you can, they shouldn't do it. They should have a conscious conscience. But uh, how about the White House? The White House getting involved. That's what oh, we need to horrible. talk about. And just, yeah. 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 Jen Psaki, oh, unforgivable. Oh, yeah, man. we'll get into that. It's uh, That's what I'm saying. The sane need to stand up because the insane are, are winning the day, partly because they have uh, the nation's mouthpiece, the national media, on their side, whatever that side is. I mean, the side is clickbait. It's trying to whip people up so they'll click and be able to sell ads for, let's see, what's CNN trying to sell me right here? Well, actually, it looks kind of handy. It's an under-counter kitchen light. I might order one of those. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's clickbait. They are trying to inflame racial passions to sell ads, and it's sick. Ben, And then politicians, obviously, think, whoa, 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 yeah, there's a little fever in here. I can capitalize on this, too. We'll just, we'll just create a whirlwind of racial hate, and then I'll benefit from it. Ha, 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 ha. Ben Crump, who's trying to become the new Al Sharpton and be the guy that's always involved in all these sorts of stories. And also get rich, crazy rich, like Al and Jesse Jackson. Lawyer that was involved in Trayvon Martin, and boy, you name the case. And uh, so he tweeted this out yesterday. As we breathe the collective sigh of relief today, this is on the verdict of George Floyd, uh, in Columbus... A community in Columbus felt the sting of another police shooting as hashtag Columbus police killed an unarmed 15-year-old black girl named Micaiah Bryant. Another child lost. Another hashtag. Hashtag justice for Micaiah Bryant. So he is a monster. Benjamin Crump is a monster. That's a unarmed. She was trying to hack people up with a big knife. How about this headline? Hero cop saves young people from murder. One of my uh, favorite influencers, uh, quoted that tweet and said, absolutely astonishing to me that people with this much influence apparently feel no shame or sense of responsibility to to correct their misinformation. Again, we're playing with fire with this whole race war thing. And then the media continues to put him on television and uh, and let him say stuff with no pushback. It's just... Oh man, it's it's troubling. It's really yeah, it is. But anyway, yeah, it is okay. Um, I got I got a list of seven places in the United States that will pay you to move there. Um, what was the original tent of Earth Day, and are we living up to it? The whole new European soccer league fell apart pretty quickly. Whoops. Ted Lasso's unhappy about that. We'll try to reach out to him for a quote. And a bunch of other stories we need to get to. Uh, but first, it's teamwork that makes the dream work, and that's why we introduce everybody in the squad. There's our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. Here's something charming. Um, speaking of Earth Day, I'm helping Mom uh, put the garden up. Yeah, uh, we, we've planted green beans, uh, watermelon, corn, cherry tomatoes, just having a good old time. Mm, um, melons. Kind of nice. a mom and son project. There yep. you go. Yeah. Enjoying it. How big a garden does your mom uh, plant every year? Oh, it's pretty large, but she's got the different planters. They're pretty, you know, so you put like one planter's tomatoes, one mm. planter's green beans, and another planter's some flowers, and so awesome. it's, it's fun. You know? Awesome. I, I like just it. do all the grunt work, you know, the lifting of heavy bags of soil, stuff like that. Very, very cool. How about the deer? Do you have uh, problems with deer eating your produce? No, it's usually rabbits. Rabbits, rabbits are yeah. very cute, the little cottontail rabbits, but they will yeah. eat everything. Yeah, we yeah, got a problem. Put those fences up and hire armed guards and Dobermans. Fences don't do anything. Hire Dobermans. We've got uh, on our farm our big 
livestock dog passed away, Bianca, and since then, rabbits, possums, squirrels have taken over the property. We don't hmm. know what to do about it other than getting another giant dog. Which is it, is, your pug's not picking up the load? <laughs> no. <laughs> Neither is Big Z the cattle dog. He just doesn't seem to have much interest. Huh. But uh, when we bought the place, uh, rabbits had started to take the place over before you know we got to it, and then we got our large dog there and hadn't seen a rabbit in eight years that we've been there. Um, now they're, you know, they're taking over. You know what I'll do this for you? I'll lend you Baxter. Baxter the dog believes he should be the only living creature on Earth. That's what you need. Except for me and Judy. Yeah. If he sees another creature, he's like, where do you get off? Uh-huh. And he chases it, wants to shake it. and Oh, it's crazy. But finding one of those that won't kill your chickens, your cats, or anything like that, mm. is not easy to do. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you need it in, like, fourth gear, but not overdrive. Yeah, and now ducks. Interesting. Uh, uh, side topic, although it kind of fits in with Earth Day, I guess. Have you ever seen any of those videos of the uh, jackrabbit roundups in Oklahoma from the early 20th century when jackrabbits had taken over the parts of the Midwest? Uh, ages ago, it's I remember that. It's gruesome. Yes, yes. It's gruesome, yeah. but what were you going to do? Well, what did they do? I remember they they like corral them using like uh, nets and horses and such or and or, but I can't remember the or, end or result. Sometimes they would just have enough people to to just you know walk forward from an area and just get them in the middle of a big circle of people and then they'd just go to clubbing them to death. Oh, oh boy. By the thousands. It's it's gruesome, but what were your other options? I mean, they didn't have mass produced cheap uh, pesticide or uh, you know, rabbiticide at that some point. sort of rabbit island where they could go to live out their lives. No? Rehome them. Rehome them. A rabbit retreat. Um, there's Positive Sean, <laughs> who smiles up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing quite well. One of my favorite little subplots of the whole uh, Super League kind of becoming a thing and then imploding within about 36 to 48 hours was various people coming up with uh, what lasted longer than the Super League. And I, I think my, uh, <laughs> my favorite thing was the, uh, I believe, uh, the official calculations... The Super League lasted one-third of a Scaramucci. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That is pretty good. That ought to be a unit of measure, the Scaramucci. (laughs) What was that, like three three days or something? I think it was seven days. It was a week, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 (laughs) That is funny. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this, what they call Earth Day. It's the day after everybody gets high. Thursday, April 22nd, or two days later, Thursday, April 22nd, the year 20, 2021, we're Armstrong and Getting. We approve this program. Jack's so stoned he can't even count days. All right, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC, rules and regulations standing up for what is good and right at Mark. Patty Young owns a hair salon in Springfield, Ohio. She's also dedicated to getting her customers and employers vaccin- employees vaccinated that when they leave the saloon, receptionist, the saloon, the salon, they're maybe going to a saloon. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what, old Uncle Joe doesn't have much time left, but it's so good to get together with him and hear his stories. Oh, boy. Come on now. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's, it's decent. It's a B minus. Slip of the tongue. Count how many slips of the tongue I have today. I've already had. You know, it happens. What are you going to do? Yeah, but you don't sound like a senile old man. She's got a saloon. Come on! <laughs> I said, "Hey, Esther." Of course, I'm praying for his health every day. That that witch Kamala Harris. Oh my God, I can't even picture that. Oh. Let's catch up on all the news all together and discuss it, shall we? That's what we do. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is this something that's going to sweep the nation, or at least parts of the nation? Manhattan has decided to more or less legalize prostitution. So uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah. The great, uh, the great experiment continues, decriminalizing crime, and see what happens. Uh, I, this one makes sense to me, but we can talk about it later. Sure, yeah, yeah. Mailbag. I'm picking out our freedom-loving quote of the day today from Oliver Wendell Holmes, Jr., the great Supreme Court justice. Uh, To be civilized is to be potentially master of all possible ideas, and that means that one has has got beyond being shocked, although one preserves one's own moral aesthetic preferences. That's a little obscure. Let me try this one. The only prize much cared for by the powerful is power. Yeah, that's what John Boehner keeps saying in his book that I've been reading. Again, it's hard for me as someone who's never lusted for power to understand, but it seems to matter a lot to people with it. Yeah, yeah. Moving along to the correspondence proper, this is very interesting. Uh, Dan writes, guys, I heard you talking about the L.A. judge who ruled that all of those experiencing homelessness need to be housed by October. And we were saying how insane that would be and how expensive and how crazy that, that decision is. Uh, evidently, Mark Garagos is making the rounds. Attorney Mark Garagos, we remember him, don't we, from the OJ drama. Mark says he's a good friend of the judge, and the judge is using this ruling to show the city council how inept they've been at solving this problem, that the way they've been going about trying to solve it is ineffective. By putting down this ruling, he'll be able to expose the waste and corruption. That's interesting. I can't vouch for that. That seems like an interesting maneuver for a judge to pull. Uh, but I will seek more information hmm. on the topic. Yeah, we got a number of texts uh, after we did the story yesterday saying that that it's uh, an effort to make L.A. get their act together. But, man, two days after uh, it was announced by Mayor Garcetti they're going to spend a billion dollars on homelessness, mm-hmm. I think they're just going to throw a hell of a lot of money at the homeless. Yeah, a bunch a of programs of that don't work. And a bunch yeah. of people who are friends, you know, getting gazillions of dollars to their programs, and you'll end up with more homeless people in the end, and all the money spent. Yeah, incredibly expensive uh, apartment units, that sort of thing. Uh, Tom in Vegas, how to open society. All it would take to get back to normal is one rule. Each business would have to post a warning, something like this. Caution, this establishment does not require masks or social distancing. You may be exposed to the coronavirus. Enter at your own risk. If you are not vaccinated against COVID-19, it is recommended that you do not enter the premises. If you do enter, please take appropriate and common sense precautions. Other patrons are not responsible for your well-being. I think that is perfectly fine. Judy and I actually uh, trekked up into the... uh, the Hill Country yesterday to a touristy town that has a handful of art galleries. And uh, evidently in, in that town, the mask mandate wasn't going on, uh, but half the businesses were, were like crazy paranoid. When, the one place it was selling, uh, it, they insisted you have the masks on. Some places said, no, don't don't bother, you're fine. Um, and then this one place, not only did the guy say, yes, we're requiring masks, but they were selling like soaps and candles. And he said, if you wish to smell the candles, smell them through your mask. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Huh. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Complete change of topic. Actual shower thought this morning, writes uh, Rob. 
Patrice Con Coolers and Maxine Waters both have million-plus-dollar mansions while stating they have the backs of their supporters living in poverty in the inner cities. A striking difference is that many BLM supporters are young, university-educated, affluent white women who denounce their upbringing in the same neighborhoods where Con Coolers is purchasing these mansions while she provides for her family. That's right. She's investing in her family. She's made a huge amount, mind-boggling amounts of money being the voice of the oppressed, and she was explaining buying all that real estate by saying uh, we uh, we have chosen to invest in our family uh, black people need to invest more we have invested in ourselves <laughs> it's so great anybody who falls for those people is such a sucker but there seem to be quite a few of them uh, let's see this one's awfully long but we will get to it later just up on the, the tv ahead. the indy 500 which is on what day is the indy 500 memorial day weekend ah uh, yes sir sunday i believe memorial day they're gonna allow 135,000 people into the stadium or is it monday Huh, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I've been to the Indy 500. It's it's an incredible experience. It's wild, that much you meant it. They're doing yeah. any of the Vax passports or negative test stuff? I, I don't know. 135,000 is a big crowd, though. That might be the biggest crowd since the whole COVID thing started anywhere. Yeah, probably is. That's exciting. I'm happy to hear that. Another Gentlemen, shooting. start your engines. Another shooting, another controversy. Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And in that sort of chaos, the policeman's supposed to make the perfect decision instantly, and nobody's supposed to get hurt. Well, I know what happened. I read the tweet from Ben Crump, the lawyer representing George Floyd and many others. Please tell us. Enlighten us. Uh, Just as we were giving over George Floyd, Columbus police killed an unarmed 15-year-old black girl named Micaiah Bryant. Good Lord. Hashtag justice for Micaiah Bryant. Um, we will give you the actual facts, and then there's a twist at the end of this um, that I hope you can stay tuned for. Um, this girl, a young woman, appears to be 15 or 16, depending on who you ask. There was a call to the police, the 911 call. She would have grabbed it, didn't even think of it, saying, hey, there's a girl with a knife. She's trying to lay hands on my grandma. She's She's trying to stab people. We need a cop here now. Get here fast. Okay? Cop shows up. There is a young woman. This is not a little girl. She's a full-sized human being with a large knife, lunging at people, knocking them down, attacking, uh, attempting to hack them with the knife. I've seen the video. No, the cop- wait a second. got to interrupt you again. Valerie Jarrett, who is Barack Obama's closest advisor, say police uh, immediately decided to shoot a woman multiple times in order to break up a knife fight. Well, the, her her point of view is actually pretty interesting. I heard her say a few more things. She said, "Demand we, accountability." She said, "We we all engaged in in fights all the time as youth, and some of them involved knives. We can't have the cops showing up huh. and shooting people." So you know, I'd I'd like to put that one so that like in the, some parentheses aside and and come back to that in a minute. Is that from the Joe Biden school of we all get in rusty knife fights? Maybe, maybe, yeah. 
Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. So. I mean, I've got to admit, I, I hadn't really thought of it in that way. Look, kids are going to hack each other to bits with knives and sometimes stab each other fatally. We don't need a cop showing up with a gun. Huh. you got to let teens have their knife fights. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, 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 get it out of their stated. system. Remember yeah. the straight race, you'd bang them on the curb. I've seen right. West Side Story. It all ended up fine. Right. So that is actually huh. a, a different point of view. And again, we can consider that in a minute, but... Uh, given our current laws, though, uh, what happened was this cop showed up. He sees people about to get stabbed and slashed. He yells repeatedly to stop it, get down, get down, stop it, you, you know, pleading with the girl. And then when she, and you can see this on the body cam, she raises that knife in classic fashion, has a gal trapped against the car, and appears to be ready to plunge that knife in, the cop shoots her down. It's awful that a young woman died absolutely awful and i don't know what led up to that altercation or whatever um the twist that i wanted to bring up because there are a couple of issues here number one the utter utterly unforgivable disgusting race baiting lying that's going on by benjamin crump who's the great race hustler of our time and a liar um that's one angle of it the other angle is she was a a foster kid and God knows what her background is. God knows what her life was. It was probably not good. You want to turn your attention? You want to whip something up right now? Whip up concern for America's foster kids. Hey, Nike, instead of giving tens of millions of dollars to Marxists in Black Lives Matter, why don't you support foster kids? A lot of them are kids of color. You want to do something positive? Quit whipping up racial hatred, CNN and others. Uh, what was it? Uh, one of your one of your uh, online news sites published that she was unarmed. No, she's trying to plunge a knife into another girl. So as uh, the algorithms and all these social media sites are designed to make things uh, worse rather than better, <laughs> that's just what they're yeah. designed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a lot of the another killing of a person of color by a policeman, another unarmed person. I thought, oh boy, here we go again. I you know, because I don't watch CNN. Uh, I didn't see some of this stuff. Tim Carney, who we like and we've had on the show many times, <clears throat> tweeted out, Today's a day for liberal journalists modestly saying true things about police or COVID and getting uh, getting it right. Stelter, Lemon, Cuomo, God bless you for stepping off the easy path that is the narrative. And uh, your CNN crowd and some others saying, you know, what are the cops going to do? You show up and the woman's got a knife, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, do we? Uh, that was actually kind of an interesting conversation. We were listening to that during the commercials. Do you have that handy, Sean? Uh, yeah, Mike, can I get my board? Got to be fair about what happens when police arrive at scenes. It is tragic that it's a 16-year-old girl, just as it is tragic that it's a 13-year-old in Chicago. Um, when police are chasing people, they don't know how old they are. And they don't run and say, hey, how old are you? Oh, I'm 13. You know, my mom let me, you don't know that. Or I'm 16. When they roll up on a scene, they see people tussling around. Someone has a knife. And their job is to protect and serve every life on that scene. And if they see someone who is in the process of taking a life, what is that decision? What decision do they have to make? And I know that people say, well, you know, you could do this, you could do that. Tasers don't work the way guns work. Not Taser, at that. Not at that distance. Not at that distance, and, and taser, not with that amount of time. That, yeah, right. Tasers then do, they don't always connect. Sean showed me a tweet from someone that said it's not that hard to shoot a knife out of someone's hand. 
You've seen too many old-timey westerns. Wow. <laughs> or watched too many Lone Rangers where they, like, shoot the guy in the hand who's got the gun, and he just gets, ow! Ah, dang it! Dang it, dropped my gun. Foiled now, again! Now my hand is smarting from you shooting me in the hand. But you shot the gun and not my hand. Otherwise, I'd have blood squirting out of my hand right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I would wager that person couldn't hit a cow at ten paces if you gave him five <laughs> seconds to aim. Um, on the other hand, in the face of the fact that a hero cop interceded in a terrible situation where a troubled young woman was trying to apparently murder other people, Jen Psaki, the White House uh, press secretary, said this, 31. The killing of 16-year-old Michaela Bryant by the Columbus police is tragic. We know that police violence disproportionately impacts uh, black and Latino people in communities and that black women and girls, like black men and boys, experience higher rates of police violence. What's that got to do with the, the shooting? Wow. 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 That's just wrong. Yeah, it is. That was designed to whip things up and not get in the way of the narrative that evil police are going after people of color from the White House. That's horrible. Horrible. Now, on the CNN thing, I am happy that Don Lemon and and uh, Cuomo, which Cuomo is he? Chris that Cuomo? Chris Cuomo, yeah. Um, uh, had that uh, conversation. Are you going to push back on Ben Crump, who I'm sure will be on CNN again in the near future, the attorney that gets involved in all this sort of stuff, who says an unarmed black, another unarmed person of color was shot dead by the police? Are you Will they push? call him on that? Yeah. Or is he going to change his tune? I don't know. I, this might be one where the video is so good and so clear. Again, thank God there's a video. I said that over and over yesterday. Without the video, I think Chauvin gets away with it. Without the video yesterday, oh, my God, we have riots all across America, and we never have as clear an idea what happened without that video. Well, and a guy like Benjamin Crump would pivot effortlessly to, well, in spite of that, and then he'd repeat to Jen Psaki's talking point. This he'd video, say, no stuff, matter the particulars of this one, blah, blah, blah. These body cams, this is the best thing that ever happened to policing. Yeah, I think so, too. And I like this new move of getting the video out immediately. Not the way they used to do it, where they wait, well, you know, we don't want to get in the way of an investigation. And months go by, and people in the street, and riots, and all kinds of crap being thrown around verbally. Uh, Now they get it out right away to show, no, no, look at this. Very clearly, this woman's got a knife and another girl pinned against the car. Although the facts don't matter to a lot of people, late Wednesday afternoon, crowded demonstrators, including Ohio State University students, marched in downtown Columbus toward the state capitol. They chanted, Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot. They also chanted Micaiah Bryant's name. Hundreds gathered in different sections of Columbus throughout the day. Uh, that reminds me, and we'll get to this a little bit later on, uh, but uh, there was rioting in Portland. Damage, windows smashed, uh, graffiti, cops assaulted, the rest of it, after the Derek Chauvin verdict. And you're saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, he got convicted of everything. They sent him to jail for decades. Yeah, it was your Antifa types. Just decided to smash up Portland again and fight cops again, including just a really cowardly sucker punch I witnessed. Oh, and then the news coverage was, cop repeatedly strikes black man who sucker-punched him off his bike. Just unfriggin' believable. Anyway, uh, so yeah, those who would use the outrage to capitalize, they're, they're, they don't care about the facts. Uh, so we'll be following this throughout the day, and that Crump dude, he better not be showing up on MSNBC or CNN getting away with peddling his crap about uh, unarmed woman gets shot, unarmed child gets shot. We'll see how that turns out. 
Um, the governor of Arizona vetoed a strict sex education bill. This deserves some discussion. Um, Ford is going to continue to not make vehicles because they can't get enough computer chips. And Vladimir Putin with a surprising announcement today. Oh, my gosh. Out of nowhere. All kinds of stuff to talk about. And it's Earth Day. So do something nice for the Earth. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So far, half of American adults have received at least one shot. And among all the countries in the world, the United States is first in total vaccinations. Woo! We're number one, baby! We're number one! Side effects of the vaccine may include spontaneous number shouting and giant foam finger. I get it. Um, We are way ahead of the world in getting the vaccine out. Third world's got like none among yeah yeah Rough. it's it's bad for a lot of countries but among among your big countries we're we're way ahead for for reasons of having a, enough of it doing a better job of getting it out even though as flawed as it's been and we don't have near as hesitant a population as a lot of other countries do which is interesting yeah we still get emails uh, pretty regularly got one today from a guy who says no I'm not taking it I'm at no risk forget it but remember how we endlessly heard that we were the worst country in the world for COVID and it was oh, all yeah. put on Trump's uh. The blame was all put on Trump. India finally got the COVID coming to it. Holy cow. Now, it's a big country, obviously. It's the second biggest country in the world. they got over a billion people. But they're, they're getting 250,000 new positive tests every day. And I'm guessing they're not testing ever, that many people. Wow. <laughs> a quarter of a million new cases every day in India. Holy crap. Yikes. Talk Yikes. about a spike. How are they doing with the vaccine? I haven't heard that lately. Probably not great. I don't, I, no, I, I doubt it. Uh, I know India is one of the places where the fake Pfizer vaccine has showed up. That's a front page story in the Wall Street Journal. The fake Pfizer vaccine? Pfizer uncovers fake vaccines overseas as demand spikes. So as people want it even more, it's easier to to say, hey, I got some right here. Uh, don't mind the misspelling on the box. It's a... Typo. The box company, very sloppy these days. You know, it's probably worth contemplating for at least a second that there are people on Earth who will enrich themselves by selling fake vaccines and fake drugs. It's something, isn't it? You know, wake up. There are bad people, and you have to deal with Wake up! Wake up! Joe's message for the day, wake up, there are bad people. Recognize we can't passive our way out of dealing with them. You've got to you got to punch the bully right in the nose. Ford is extending its plant shutdowns over a chip shortage. They just don't have the chips they need to make the vehicles they want. So four Ford plants in the U.S. and one in Canada will be shut down for the foreseeable future as the company responds to the global shortage of semiconductor chips. That is something. What does that do to the whole market of new and used cars? Well, it makes it wacky. I hope, and it might be going on in secret, I hope the Biden administration and future administrations have a hardcore effort looking at decoupling our economy from the Chinese economy, Uh, decoupling our health care from China, decoupling anything, our military, our tech, 
anything that's important to the functioning of this country, it, it ought to have like a quick release from China. You know, we could we can keep doing business with them in some circumstances if we decide that's a good idea. But it ought to be like a single, you know, you you pull on that to string and boop, it comes disconnected because it's dangerous, man, being in bed with those people. So the the two big semiconductor manufacturing hubs are America and China, but the uh, the materials come from uh, largely Mexico and Japan. So it's not like China has their own independent semiconductor grasp on this stuff. I feel like we could ramp up and and kind of squeeze them out. My other question, why the semiconductors? Why not full conductors? Exactly. Why, why are we going halfway? I don't know. This country used to go all the way, Jack. Uh, interesting announcement out of Russia. What does it mean? Russia announced today that it would end its massive military buildup on the Ukrainian border, which has increased t- tensions all around the world. Putin announced that troops would be ordered to return to their bases by May 1st. The military has completed its exercises being conducted near the border and is going home. That includes uh, tens of thousands of troops, 60 ships, 200 aircraft, 1,200 military vehicles, etc. Who knows? I don't know what's going on there. Neither does anybody else. I do. Okay, Joe does. (laughs) I do. Uh, Here's what's happening. He has announced we're going to go home in peace and brotherhood and friendship with our our brothers in the Ukraine. And uh, the only reason, the only possible reason we would reverse course and whoop the hell out of them is if somebody were to, I don't know, attack us across the border or lob a missile in our direction. A ploy that has been used so many times in warfare. Okay, we'll keep an eye on it and see if that yeah. happens. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I could, I could absolutely see that happening. I, I also think, and it was suggested by learned commentators that Pooter was the Pooter, <laughs> the Pooter was just looking for a little uh, more leverage in various negotiations with his neighbors, the Ukrainians. And finally, the maybe he got it and got what he wanted. The DA of Manhattan and New York, Cyrus Vance Jr. Jr. announced yesterday that his office would stop prosecuting prostitution and unlicensed massage. Requesting a judge dismiss 914 currently open prostitution and unlicensed massage cases and 5,080 loitering for the purposes of prostitution cases. Just flat out, not officially legalizing prostitution, but if you're not going to go further with any of those cases, I guess. Yeah, you decriminalized it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's ironic. I wish I could remember the city. It'll pop into my head. One, one, a major American city just announced the exact opposite. They are going to go hardcore after these uh, rub and tugs because they're what? fronts for they're what? fronts what? for sex trafficking kind of, of a, young, often underage, often illegal alien women. What kind of a expression is that? It's a it's a frank expression and a uh, an earthy one. Uh, but yeah, that's. I, I wish I could remember the city. Well, some but, people believe that uh, legalizing it takes you the direction of uh, of getting away from the sex trafficking. Hopefully, yeah, I get that. The Amsterdam model. Everybody's uh, tested and licensed, and everything's above board, and and there's less danger to the women and the rest of it. I, you know, I, aren't I you know. immediately going to have to go to the next step of the zoning it though, if you're going to pretend it's legal? So that you don't end up with, you know, you don't want the street walking hookers in every neighborhood. No. You don't no want indeed. the massage parlor in, in every neighborhood. Yeah, you don't want, yeah, you don't want obvious prostitutes outside of one of those $65,000 a year private schools in Manhattan we were talking about. On yesterday. the other hand, I'm not a fan of uh, pretending. And in every city in America, there are massage parlors with bright neon lights that are open all night long that are uh, whorehouses. 
Mm. And they exist and... And we pretend it's against the law. So, I mean, either make it illegal and then actually, you know, police it or or don't. I yeah, think. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm torn on this. I think, you know, uh, as soon as you start putting up with the petty crimes, um, the, the bigger crimes come to town. Well, you got to um, decriminalize it then. That's the only way you can do it. Yeah, uh, run it like restaurants. You get inspected uh, once a month. I don't know what the inspections would include exactly. Ew. But... Uh, Exactly, and then you got an A or a B on your front door, your health department inspection. Your gals are required to use hand cream every so often to keep their hands soft. I don't know what the requirements would be, honestly. I haven't thought about well, it. Well, like you said, it's an experiment, and Manhattan's a heck of a big uh, you know, test tube to do it in, so we'll see how it, how it goes, how it turns out. Yeah, yeah. I just know the, the history in like San Francisco and, and L.A. with decriminalizing crime is you get a hell of a lot more crime, although this is a particular sort of thing. I grant that. Yeah, yeah. It's not breaking into cars. No, no. Smashing grabs. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll keep our eye on that and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, it didn't get to the uh, sex ed in Arizona and the governor vetoing a law. That's pretty interesting, among other things we need to talk about. Armstrong and Getty.